0: Welcome to another episode of the Bees and Honey podcast. Today we're speaking to curator Blanca de la Torre and with artists in residence at the Sugar Hill Children's Museum of Art and Storytelling, CJ Chueca. Uh, they currently have an exhibition at the museum. It's called Mermaids in the Basement and you'll be hearing their points of view. Thanks for listening. hi and welcome back to another episode of the bees and honey podcast today i'm speaking with blanca de la torres a curator and with artist uh, cecilia or cj Chueca. cecilia do you want to start the discussion by telling us um about your name i know people a- often ask you how they should address you well
1: um my name my full name is cecilia Jurado Chueca, mm-hmm. um and then I shorted it for C.J. Chueca because um, I was raised mostly by my mom, and Chueca is the last name of my mom. So I wanted to to be more like closer into my even identity
0: to hers. Ah, okay. So we'll, for this purpose, we'll call you CJ for now to make it easy. (laughs) Great. (laughs) And Blanca, do you want to tell us a little bit about how you um, met CJ and how you conceptualized the current exhibition at the Sugar Hill Museum, uh, Children's Museum of Art and Storytelling?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, Cecilia, I mean, CJ and I, I met her when when she was uh, Cecilia at that time, <laughs> not CJ. Yeah. Uh, we met so many years ago. I don't even remember when was that. And then... Um, I think soon afterwards, or a couple of years after we met, uh, she opened up this gallery as part of her artistic project as well. Mm -hmm. So she opened a Y gallery and then, I don't know, we just like hang out a lot, work a lot, go to openings together. And we were sharing lots of interests since the beginning. So, and we've worked together in the past as well. So now when, when she had this opportunity of um, uh, not only doing the exhibition, but also the residency at the Sugar Hill Museum, she just uh, uh, thought I was like the right person to curate that exhibition. And then also because it connected very much with another project that we did together in Honduras at the CCE in Tegucigalpa um, under the title uh, Sinking, how is um, let, let, me, let me translate that in English. It was the, um, the sound of the sinking voices. Um, and this was in uh, or, or it was related to this small village in the south of Honduras in Cedeño mm-hmm. that it's been totally devoured by the sea, and um, the ocean is actually uh, expanding 1.22 meters per year inland. Mm-hmm. Um, so cecilia developed a specific project for that and then we could say that i was probably the first or one of the first work related to all these series that then we funded it together conceptually and especially as well but especially with like a lot of like conversations and exchanged about uh, water women climate change and you know all those intersections
0: of topics And CJ, how was your, um, you said it was a residency that CJ had at the uh, Sugar Hill Children's Museum. How was that for you? How long were you in residency? And did the work in the exhibition come out of the residency?
1: Yes, um, I'm still in residency until the end of the year. So it's a long residency. Um, So yes, all the work, the... um, the people in the in the museum um i started in late november last year or december last year and uh, they were very supportive i mean like um the then curator damian davis and then the director the both directors everybody was like do whatever you want so um i started to to be more involved with the the water, but in a in a contained, a, a contained space uh, in a more urban space. So that's how, from working before with uh, rivers, oceans, and you know, uh, and the impact with uh, people, um, I started to work inside of the 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 the, the urban landscape. Let's say.
0: And the title of the exhibition, it came from a Dickinson poem? Who uh, was the po- the poet again? I read it, but I forgot now, Emily Dickinson, I think. Yes, Emily mm-hmm. Dickinson. And how yeah. did you guys conceptualize that? Did, was it your idea, Blanca, or...?
2: Well, uh, uh, but yes, but um, originally, actually, it started with uh, this idea of the mermaid, um as a um, half bird half women uh, uh, creator mythological creator, because like many people still think that those original mermaids were the you know fish, fish tail ones which are the ones that are more common in all the let's say popular imaginary but um I am very influenced by the um ancient uh, classics especially race and um So it came to my mind, this originally uh, half bird woman from the Odyssey, from Mm -hmm. Homer's Odyssey. That's where it appears for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I like that idea of how um, Ulysses, on his return home after the Trojan War, uh, is the one who manages to avoid the attraction of those songs by you know forcing himself to be tied to the mast of, of his ship mm-hmm. and also his his crew his crew were um had um the the years uh yeah. plugged, mm-hmm. plugged with wax mm-hmm. so um i really liked that idea of of that creature and i liked that mixed with the fishtail one also that also relates with the water. So I thought the, uh, you know, half bird mermaid related very much with all this like um, sound um, installation that we have. Mm-hmm. But also the uh, fishtail one relates to the all this imaginary that we've created or that CA has created with the the water and you know the pool and you know all those. Um, Imaginary is related also to water and loss and dispossession. Mm-hmm. So it started with that. But then, uh, thinking of the idea of mermaids, I reread this uh, poem by Emily Dickinson, where in one of the sentences she was uh, saying, Mermaids in the basement. And then Cecilia and I were like speaking all the time about all these ideas. And then when I told her, but mermaids in the basement we really liked the idea also we were even joking that saying that <laughs> it sounds like a, like a punk uh, rock band or something like that like yeah. it's really sound like a like a female you mm-hmm. know or like a like a really like feminist punk rock uh, band or something like that so we really liked also like that yeah the tone the tone of it and also we liked how It also suggests that displacement from a natural place to a urban environment, that was like one of the keys, was also in in CJ's um, work too. So uh, from that, then we decided to title the rest of the works of the exhibition under different poems as well related to water. So everything was kind of like in a very organic way. Uh, you know, coming up together.
0: That sounds really cool. I love that process. And I love how you guys mixed all the different mediums of art into the exhibition. So CJ, tell us a little bit about your working process. Like how did you come up with the whole, did you start first with drawings? Did you, how do you work? Like, you know, the sculptures of the slippers as well. How did the process work? How, how did, how do you first start and get to the end?
1: Well, usually, like, I start at 3 a.m. or, like, 2 a.m. I have insomnia. So, like, when I, like, when every, everybody's sleeping, I can wake up and at night, and then I'm, like, okay, what? I remember, like, imagining this space that <clears throat> was um, all painted around with tiles, you know? Cause, um, so, in this case, in a specific, um, yeah, I started first, um, I say to myself, I don't want to go straight to the, to this space. I imagine this, this, um, pool, but not really with water, but like a representation of water, you know, through the walls, which is kind of strange to represent water through walls, you know? So, <clears throat> um, I went, I go to swim, uh, like twice a week, most of the times. Um, we met once, the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean. when I go by myself, I, I, I swim like a lap swimming, you know, which is kind of relaxing. So I started to do that. And then I will go to, well, I swim since a long time, but I, I was much more like militant on that. And and I, I, I went to the studio and I started to paint, to draw with watercolor the remembering of that state inside the pool, you know, uh, as a as a space for for thoughts, you know? And um and that at the same time I was talking with woman as at the same time uh, Blanca D2, that will um sing for us for the for the show. And <clears throat> all these stories also like like kind of uh, make the work much more profound because um, there were real women that were uh, they exit their hometowns, they left, you know, and they had a new beginning. And some of the stories are stories that are happy stories, you know, they left and they found a new home that where they feel very comfortable. And some of them are not, you know, like there's one one woman that she's still in a shelter here for example you know so so that was the process like to have um like the the real experience from one side and then the other side i was uh, drawing you know every day you know from this experience of submerging and watching you know and cleaning
0: you know Mm And the uh, slippers. Can you tell me how that worked? Because it was interesting too when I saw the slippers, it reminded me. Um,
1: um, Blanca, fifty shoes on the on the floor that were that were from men. <laughs> so they were the Cinderellos. <laughs> that um they were part of a book I published. So um um so for my Frankenstein. Um but in this case um, I've been working with shoes also like I never like the, the, these shoes never are with people you know they are they're always by themselves like kind of uh, lost you know or they are giving you the idea of a presence or like an absence no so before I did also these shoes that are inside of plastic bags mm-hmm. and you know like how homeless have a lot of their belongings in plastic bags
0: Mm
1: -hmm. so I will make ceramic pieces of these shoes um, inside of the plastic bags and they will be in a corner you know like so in this case I wanted to do the sleepers because the first thing my my directly my experience of like every time I leave uh, I, I go into the pool I leave my sleepers but I was thinking also all these people that, you know, like cross a river, you know, in the border of Mexico and the US or like the people that just get into the water from, you know, like Syria or whatever, you know, like there are like all these references with just the the idea of just jump into, in this case, the pool, no, but mm-hmm. any, any place, you know, it's more a metaphor.
0: Actually. Right. Right. Yeah. And there's all these feet moving around the planet, like you yeah. talked about these displaced bodies. And then what about the other artists who are in the exhibition? Like uh, how were they chosen to compliment uh, Cecilia, the artist in residence? Um.
2: Okay. Yeah, Ce- Cecilia will explain okay. you because those are like two different things and I had really nothing to do without part and I'm only in charge of Cecilia. Cecilia's. Ah,
0: host okay. Host. Yeah, this, I didn't understand that to be honest. But Cecilia, yeah, tell me wh- about those other guys who were around you. Because I didn't really understand that it's you two worked specifically on her stuff, not the rest of the works yeah,
2: in the Because States. they are two different shows yeah no it's not that Cecilia's installation or Cecilia's exhibition because it's not just an installation Mm -hmm. they're different works but it's not that that belongs to or that that is like part of the other exhibition they are just two uh separate let's say uh, exhibitions in the same flow
0: all right well then let's get back to the Cecilia's work because i had in my mind those other guys were somehow talking to your work but it was really just a coincidence that they were somehow um looking related, whether through the lines, because some of the other artists had, like, these lines which reminded of the tiles in the pool room and stuff like that. But um, how did you come up with this idea? You know, when you walk into the main installation room, you feel almost like you're submerged in the pool, like the room is, like, even a little bit underwater. Well, yes, I mean, just just
1: to... to, to, to the the other room it's a completely different exhibition but it it is related just because they asked me to curate co curate a show with Omar Lopez Shahwood that was in in synchrony with my show so that's why and it's called Mental Spaces so it is it comes from a little a, a source like um of like talking from abstraction or, talk, or talking from um, elements where like the fear is not present so that's why you can see um the relation between the people right okay um so yes when you enter into the space um yeah the yeah i wanted to do this um um sensation that you are entering into into a pool but that while you walk it 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 becomes from kind of full to to empty you know and and yeah, we, I mean, I, I I was in the studio for hours and hours and hours, making every tile, every drawing of every line there. And it was an obsessive uh, uh, work that at the end you see it, and it's very simple, but it took a lot of time.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. Uh-huh. And you're not working with any assistants or anything like that. I did, I did. I did had two assistants.
1: Um, um for the lines because the um, the lines were like i don't know how many hours we have been there i mean for real
0: yeah
1: i mean who knows thousands of hours i mean it's just ridiculous because we just not just did the lines but we first um wet the, the 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 canvas for the lines so they can um they can have the sensation that the water they were wet, you know, because otherwise they will be very sharp, you
0: know. That's true, yeah. So Blanca, uh, for the next thing that you work on, are you guys going to continue this collaboration or do you see different paths? I, I'll let Blanca go first and then CJ, you can tell me what comes after. No,
2: definitely, definitely. Actually, uh, we've been thinking about it all the time as like a kind of like ongoing uh research and investigation and installation. The the idea is to, you know, uh grow with it, not only including like uh, you know, more women singing from other countries, because we are very interested in finding, you know, other women who can tell like different stories also in order to add more layers to the those like ideas of um dispossession. Um but also to explore um, like more layers related to that. I mean, we would really like to yeah, expand that. I would love to um, bring the work to other either other places or maybe to uh, include it at some point in other group shows that I also have, because the good thing about the, that work is that um, it can be uh, a solo show, like in this case, but it can also function as you know as part of you know a a big group show and also like relate with other works related to water which is like a you know a topic that i um i research like very much especially because i you know my 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 main focus of research is that intersection and um arts and ecology and uh, also because i think um I, i think it's a kind of work that it can be expanded more in relationship with hydrofeminisms. I don't know if you know about this uh, concept. It's kind of like like in a similar way to how ecofeminisms reveal the interconnections that underlie within the relations of domination and exploitation over women and over nature. Uh, Hydrofeminisms help to explore the power structures that operate in the specific relationships that women have with the water and uh, i think this is a very very interesting case on that and i think it could be you know expanded forever i mean it could be a, to, to me it could be like
0: a you know a permanent ongoing uh work investigation absolutely well, it's interesting especially now i mean you know to go outside of the art world but for me, art is always somehow spirituality related and there's so much emphasis in the spiritual world on water goddesses. So in some way when you're doing this work, you're doing some spiritual work here. And we look at places like Maui, what's happening in Maui, and you think about Absolutely. how water has been a- appropriated Absolutely. there and yeah. And
2: I think she um I think she was saying. To... Oh. Um, yeah, I I really think that she here also was like very, very good at
0: uh being very poetic in whole iteration of the exhibition like after the residency is done what are you going to be working on cj
1: so we are going to have another um um soon with blanca Mm -hmm. we have another uh interaction with this project so we we are going to instead of expand it to minimize it, which is interesting too, you know, how to find like um how you you talk about something in a completely different setup, you no? Know? And um so that's on September, no Blanca. Um that's- so and yes I have um a couple of shows coming um mm-hmm. that um are going to be um, in the West Coast one in San Francisco, and then um, one here next year, too. And both of them are next year. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I one in, in, in Buenos Aires, so I need to work. But I'm going to work on related to this, because uh, I realize also something that um, sometimes when you continue like with the research and also physically you know like for me for example doing the the sandals you know like the flip flops um and to work with the clay the just the, the 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 manual part of it it brings you to some something else you know like also in in terms of materiality you know so so i want to continue and see um which are like um a formality informality in, 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 a, in a way of uh, talking formally um, it starts to roll
0: the work in okay that sounds interesting enough so you'll be traveling a lot CJ and then uh, Blanca do you have plans for New York anytime soon like a project here or I know you're spending a lot of time in uh, the Latin American world but what's your next stuff gonna or where is it gonna be
2: um, well, actually, uh, next Sunday I'm um, I'm going to Finland for a month, and um, I cannot say ex- specifically what I'm going to do there because it will be announced in the upcoming two weeks. Oh, but, okay. um, uh I will just say that for the next two years, I'm going to spend quite a lot
0: in Finland in Helsinki. Okay, that sounds That's like a good one change. Of the yeah, that sounds like a good balance. That's great. That's good <laughs> all right I don't know yeah, is there anything I didn't ask that you want to add?
2: I don't know, maybe just uh the the importance to um to work on the climate crisis and on the um ecological emergency through the arts and culture because we definitely need more we need to create new narratives uh, You know to form also like a new paradigm Mm -hmm. and also to to build new uh spaces or territories for the commons uh in order to i don't know to build a more habitable world
0: yeah you know that idea of the commons which i think um northern countries like norway they understand this uh being somehow very ancient cultures in some place like america we still are so individualistic. The idea of the commons, like, you know, common what? You know, everybody wants to own something and it's theirs. It's theirs. It's theirs. But uh, yeah, we can't own water. We can't own air. We can't. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Even land, you know, even land right now, everyone's talking about land as such a great investment during the financial crisis. But it's like, seriously, the idea of owning land is also very yeah anyways thank you ladies
1: thank you very much thank
0: Thank you you it's nice to talk
1: with you too yeah it's really great to talk to
0: you yeah we can Mm -hmm. stay on after i stop recording okay bye thanks Uh, Apologies for the interruption in the audio. I had some technical problems that couldn't be figured out during the interview. Uh, Thanks for being here. Please check us out online as well. The YouTube channel is at Nicolette Ramirez, or you can search Bees and Honey on YouTube and you can see this interview in person. Have a great week.